Episode number 25, Using Your Influence to Build Community in Online Courses. This podcast is for educators, academics, and parents who know that online teaching can be challenging, rewarding, engaging, and fun. Welcome to the Online Teaching Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Bethany Hansen, and I'll be your guide for online teaching tips, topics, and strategies. Walk with me into the Online Teaching Lounge. two big concepts I'm going to talk about today. The first one is building community. The second one is how to use your influence. Some things we do as educators, and especially online educators, are overt. They're very direct, very clear, very spelled out. We explain exactly what we want. We're explicit in our instructions. Some things we do are a little bit more strategic. Those are the things that will be under the category of influence. Now, first of all, building community in online courses. Building community can be very challenging. The community, however, is part of what helps people learn the most. We learn when we connect with other people and with ideas. The more we have a chance to discuss those ideas, the more we can actually flesh out our own thinking. When we're teaching someone else or telling someone else or even just answering someone's question, we are growing the most. As educators, we grow alongside our students every day. We learn from their perspectives, their life experiences, and their insights. Our students, likewise, they're sharing their ideas throughout the entire opportunity, and they are learning while they are teaching and sharing. Community is so critical right now more than ever because we're all very isolated or have been for quite some time. So we want to connect with other people, we want to share ideas, We want to be able to really learn and really use what we're learning. Building community is essential. So the first idea that I'm sharing with you here is that it's a problem when we don't have community in our online courses, and yet it's fairly easy for us to create. One thing we can do if we are interested in building community is to use our indirect influence. This can be strategic. So influence is a solution strategy. And as we use influence, we encourage, we persuade, we gently use these strategies that help build and build until there are great connections made. And pretty soon, our students are having transformative learning opportunities. They're going to leave because of how they felt really remembering things, especially adult learners. When these people are connecting to their emotions, They're having opportunities that they will never forget. So one of the things I'm going to share with you is the idea of community that I received from this book, and it is called The Choice in Teaching and Education. This is an approach where we can see other people as equal, as respectful, and also to connect with them on the level of learning right alongside them, even when we're the teacher. I'm going to read from this book just a page or two to share with you some of these ideas. This is from Principle 4 and it is called I Build Community. To be human is to be in community with others. Even when I am physically alone, for example, I am together with others. The words I think with I learned from others. The thoughts I think with those words usually involve others. The feelings I feel with those thoughts depend on how I am being with others. If I am being resistant toward others, my thoughts and feelings battle them. I am opposed, defensive, closed. Responsiveness invites otherwise. Cooperation, 
consideration, openness. The implication for education, learning happens in relationship with others. The quality and quantity of learning is a function of the quality of the relationships in which the learning takes place. This means that teacher-student and student-student relationships are inseparable from the learning process, as are other relationships that affect teacher or student. Building community within these relationships is essential to fostering learning within them. Now that idea to me is igniting, inspiring, and fascinating. The truth is we do learn in relationship with others, and the quality of that learning grows when our connections to other people grow. So think about influence. How can you influence your students to build a better community in your online course? First of all, one way to influence others is to persuade with your excitement and enthusiasm about the ideas you're teaching. You can speak to their emotions, their ideals, their values. You can share your own. You can give experiences and ask them to share their experiences as they relate to what you're teaching. The more we can bring people into the real-world application of what we're learning, the more emotional, personal, and applicable the learning becomes. You can also influence your students by trying to select some of the more advanced learners who have really picked up on the ideas more quickly and having them get involved in leading others. You can have student-led discussions where one student is facilitating, asking questions, and managing the discussion with a group of others. This is a great way to help students teach each other. Another way you can influence is to offer to do something for them in return for sharing their ideas. For example, maybe you'll give them a link to something more to learn about or an opportunity to try an alternate assignment or something more interesting that they might come up with that demonstrates their learning. Although in larger online classes this might not be very practical, you can give them options of two or three different project choices, all of which use the learning in an applied way and can be measured. You can also build friendship with your students. No matter what age we are working with, adults or children, or anyone in between, teenagers, we can really connect with other human beings. We can be friendly. We can be kind to them in the classroom and build these polite, kind, and genuine relationships. Also, think about how others can support the ideas you're sharing. You might share the main idea, but then you can have your students bring examples and support other evidence that helps teach the lesson. Maybe they can even go on an internet scavenger hunt and find authoritative sources to bring back to the course to show more evidence for the ideas they're being taught. You can also bring in guest speakers Yes, in an online class, that would be a fabulous opportunity. It can either be in a live lecture, a recorded lecture, or the guest speaker can engage with your students in the discussion board of the week. You can also use humor in your online teaching. You must do this a little cautiously because it's very easy for people to misinterpret online. So when you use humor in your teaching, be sure to let them know you're using humor and perhaps consider using emoticons in your communication as well. You can also be direct and explicit with instructions when necessary. And then lastly, you can bring in your own evidence and your own support for the ideas to influence your students. Some of the ideas that might come to mind as you think about creative ways to teach and inspire your students online, you can use debates, you can use exchange of ideas, we can have one student serve as a consultant to the group or bring in the guest who serves in that consultant role. You can use specific instructional strategies, just like you might in a live face-to-face -face class. 
If you would normally group peers into small groups, you can also do that online. You can use your influence through conversing with your students in the discussion. You can refer to different students' posts and comments throughout the entire discussion to ensure that everyone's ideas are connected and tied in, and by addressing all students by the names they prefer to be called in the class, you also build influence and community with your students. Overall, a sense of community helps everyone to learn, even the teacher. Your students are going to come away from their online learning experience really engaged and loving that class experience. They might never remember what you taught them, but they will definitely remember how great they felt connected to all of the others in the class and learning much from you. I hope you will take some of these tools and use influence and community building this coming week in your online teaching. Before I leave you today, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, The Online Teaching Lounge. I started this podcast in April of 2020. This was a response to the increasing need for online education resources. So many educators were moving their courses online rapidly in response to COVID-19, the pandemic worldwide. I hope you have found a lot of value in this podcast and all of the different topics I've covered each week. Please feel free to browse my website, bethanyhanson.com, for ideas on online teaching and future episodes of the podcast. As I close out episode 25 today, again, I thank you for being an audience. Please share your ideas with me in the request form on my website. I'd love to cover topics of interest to you and ensure that this has real value. The next episode will be produced by my university. In sponsorship and partnership with them, I am grateful to move forward starting with episode 26 into the second season of the Online Teaching Lounge podcast. If you have any trouble accessing this podcast starting next week, be sure to search for it in your favorite podcast provider. Again, you're welcome to visit bethanyhanson.com and share your comments through the request feature, especially if you have any trouble locating future episodes. Many thanks to you. This is Dr. Bethany Hanson, your host for the Online Teaching Lounge podcast. As you try out these ideas, visit my blog and share your results. How did they work? What would you add? Any suggestions, comments, or questions? Best wishes this week in the grand online teaching adventure.